0: Challenge what is expected of you. This world is not your home. You are different. So we've been in this series, and it obviously it's entitled Different, and here's what we're doing. We're looking in the Bible, in the book of First Peter. And I want to remind you, in case, just in case you haven't heard it or you don't quite remember, is... Here's, here's the scene of the day when Peter wrote these, wrote these letters, wrote this book to the church in Rome, and what, what, here's what it was. There's a guy named Nero who was in charge of Rome, and he was a very, very, very bad guy. He like, burned Rome to the ground just because he wanted to rebuild it, and then he blamed the Christian people, which was kind of a small group of people uh, in Rome compared to everyone else, and he blamed them, said they burned it down and so people started to hate these christian people that were following jesus they they were already treated kind of bad but then it just even got worse and nero piled it on and he started like you know capturing some of them and turning them into candles like literally dipping them in wax lighting them on fire to light up his nighttime parties he would throw them to wild packs of wild dogs and dressed with animal skin so that the dogs would you know maul and kill these christian so, I mean, this scene was a really rough, very bad, very, very bad scene. And these are the people, these ones getting persecuted and tortured. That's who Peter is writing this book to. That's the, These letters he's writing, these are the, the people, and that's what they're going through when he writes them this letter. And he, he tells them something in the middle of this severe um, sufferings and this horrible things they're going through. He tells them that they've been chosen to be something different. And that, that might, if you just think about it, that might blow your mind, and we're going to talk about being chosen to be different today. And so I want to start or continue here and see if you can relate to this. It makes me feel good when I get chosen. have you, you know, I get chosen for something, uh, you can think about when you're in school and the teacher would say, hey, I need a volunteer to feed, you know, Sparky the goldfish. And wham, hands go up everywhere, me, 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 me. And, you know, the teacher chooses one. Have you ever been chosen in school to be like the line leader? You know, today you are the line leader. You know, today you are the, I, I don't remember having hall monitors, but, but I, you know, today you're the hall monitor. Or today you're this special different person they're different than everybody else today and it makes you when that would happen to me and then you go through life of course as an adult you get chosen for certain things it makes you feel makes you feel good and and I think that people in general um, are the same way as I am now we want to we're going to run a little test this morning and so I, I need to see how many of the the kids that are in here today how many or how many kids in here do I have that normally go to kids church will you all raise your hand for me if you normally go to kids' church. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to come right up here to the front with me, please. Come on. It's all right. Leave your parents there. They'll be there when you get back. Y'all can just stand right here, stand right here, and just face this way. So we're going to do a test. You know, a lot of things start when you're young, and, I, and I'm, I'm thinking that the way I feel about being chosen is, is probably the same. So let me ask all you kiddos, You Smile. Spider-Man? Uh, here, here's what I want to ask you. I need somebody up here to do something for me. Would somebody like to do that? Raise your hand if you'd like to do that. They're like, I don't know, baby. I don't know. All right, what tell, remind me of your name. Amy? Is your name Amy? All right, Amy, I'm going to choose you. So Amy, here's, come, come closer. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to go right over there to that door, and there's an ice chest. I want you to grab that handle and drag that ice chest back over here for me. Can you do that? All right, go ahead. Go get it. No, just hang out. Come on with it. Keep coming. Keep coming. Don't run over, Reese. Keep coming. Keep coming. All right. Now, thank you. That, that was fantastic. Now, Amy, here's what, what, what I want you to do. I want you, uh, I, need, I need you to reach in here. I need you to grab one of these. Okay, now, Amy, thank you so much. I got a question for you, Amy. I'm gonna, does it make you feel good to go get this ice chest for me? Yes? Yes, Perfect. Does it make you excited to get to go up there and do it and and be the special, the different person that got to do that? She says yes. Okay, here's what I want you kiddos to do. I want you all to sit down right there. Alright, y'all, hang out with me for just a few. minutes. I'm not gonna make you sit there the whole time, but just a few minutes, okay? All right, so y'all just hang out right there, no fighting or anything like that. Y'all, y'all gotta smile at me when I look down. Let's practice. Perfect. Oh, that was a, that was amazing. You did great. A rice krispie treat and everything, smiling like my just that's just amazing. Now, how many of you can kind of relate to how Amy might have felt? Got. She got to walk in front of all of y'all and go get this ice chest, and now now she has a whole little thing of tutu rolls she's trying to figure out how to open. Um, can you relate to that? Let's go with this. Have you ever been called on for something? Have you ever been chosen for something, and it made you feel good? I'm talking about at work, or you were chosen for an award. Or, or that, you know, your boss was looking for someone to be in charge of a project that you knew you could do, and so they said, I think you're able to do this. And I'm not talking about they just wanted to throw something off on you. I mean, they really thought you had the skill set to do it, and they chose you to be the one. Um, have you, has anybody ever experienced one of those things? All right, does it make you feel good that somebody thought of you, and they chose you, and they, they picked you? Nobody, right, I mean, it does. I, I, I really think it does, even though some of you, you're, you're pretending it doesn't. Um, the, the, how about this? You get an award, and here's what I think goes, what, what happens. The, you know, we, we pick, you, you get this award, and you walk up, and they give you this plaque, and it comes with, you know, an extra week of vacation for the year from, from work. And, and as you're taking that award, you have that false humility, you're like, well, you know, everybody worked hard on this. In your mind, though, you're thinking, you're dang right I deserve this. <laughs> yeah, now, now I got y'all. Okay, so would you be excited and encouraged to hear that the most important person ever has chosen you for something amazing? Now, y'all, many of you are probably going to know who I'm going to say, and that, that's God. As a matter of fact, God believes in you, and he has chosen you specifically, just like I chose Amy, just like maybe you have seen other people or possibly been chosen before, God has chosen you for something uh, d- amazing. Now, if you really believe that, it might make you a, a little bit excited. It might, you might have some anticipation, like, well, what, you know, what has God chosen me for? And, and remember, when God chooses you for things, it's good stuff. God always has good things in mind. It doesn't mean everything's easy, but he has a plan for it. So I, I want to, l- let me try it back with my kiddos here. Okay, all you kids, you gotta smile at me. Psst, smile. There you go. There you are. All right, so what would you kids think if I told you, every, all of you, that not only did I choose Amy, but I chose you all too? for something special. How many of you would like something special? You have to raise your hand. Make me look good. There we go. So here's what I want y'all to do. Would it excite you to know that I also chose y'all to get a candy too? Come on up here and get you one. All right, y'all all all pick one and then y'all can make a seat back to your mom and dad and don't let them eat all of your candy. Perfect. Perfect. Y'all give our kiddos a hand clap. So I know, I know a lot of y'all had that figured out. Y'all thought, yeah, he's gonna, he has to give all the kids something. Um, <clears throat> well, I didn't really have to, but I wanted to. I made sure that we bought enough because I wanted you know, we, we chose all the kids that are going to come today. And I've got new, good news for y'all, for everybody in here. Again, God has chosen you, and that should make you kind of excited, like, yeah, I get, I get to play too, I get to be part of the team, too. I get to go, I get to do something different and even something special. Also, it should help you get rolling with confidence to know that God has chosen you. Now, if you, if you pay attention and you engage with God, then uh, he's, you're going to find out he's chosen you to be someone who makes a difference. He's chosen you to be someone different. And I want to read to you something that Peter was writing to these people that are going through a really, really rough time, and he, this, this is 1 Peter chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 8 and 9. Here's something he tells these folks. He said this, but you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for, a high, for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something from rejected to accepted. There's a whole mouthful of things that he said in those couple quick uh, scriptures that we read today. But I want to point out, he's chosen people. Uh, Maybe you're in here today and you have been feeling like nothing. Maybe you've been feeling like, I don't really have a, a place. I don't really have a, I'm not really I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. I, I, I come to church and I, I've been there, but I don't, mm, I, don't, I don't really feel like I have something I should be doing. I'm, I'm feeling just kind of like I'm floating around. Well, it, it's good for you to know that God has chosen you to go from what maybe in your mind is nothing to something. And as a matter of fact, something fantastic. He, he's taken you, you know, to go, he, he's chosen you to go from where you are to somewhere better. And I'm talking to everybody in this room, no matter what your age is, no matter how old you are, how long you have or haven't been going to church. Uh, God wants you to tell other people about it too. Once you, once you start becoming different, once you uh, start to see that God has done things in your life, he wants you to tell them about it. And we read that here in 1 in Peter. We were, were he, let me read it again. God's instrument is to do his work and speak out for him. He's chosen you for a different life with a different standard and a different goal. A different life, a different standard, and a different goal. These are are the things that God has chosen you for. I want to read this to you. 1 Peter chapter 2, we're going to bump just a couple scriptures past what we just read, and here's what Peter said. Dear friends. I urge you as aliens and temporary residents, the folks that didn't, they were foreigners to, to Rome, not to give in to the, to the desires of your old nature, your old destructive life, which keeps warring against you. A different life. Peter said, hey, you have been chosen for a different life. And, and let me explain to you, in case you don't, aren't aware of what an old nature is. For those of you in here that are following Jesus, there's, there should be an old you and the new you. And Peter recognized that sometimes if you haven't completely separated yourself or, 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 like, killed off the old you, well, sometimes the old you likes to try to come back. And maybe y'all haven't experienced that, okay? But, I, but I've experienced that. I have, not many people are shaking their head at me. I'm like, I'm the only one. Dang it. Um. But the old you will try to come, come back and, and like take you to places and things that did, never helped you before. And so it'll try to, the, the old you will try to fight you. That, that's what we mean by old nature. It, it, a little more simple way to put it is a life chasing sin, a life that's chasing things that aren't going to help you any. Um, you've been chosen to live a different life, and here's, the, here's what we're going to define it as. A life following God. The different life is a life following God, leaving sin and its pain behind. Sin always causes pain. It always causes death. Uh, Things that are our old person, when we weren't following Jesus, will never lead us to the real life. They're always going to lead us to pain. Now, some of you in here are following Jesus, and you're living a different life today. Some of you in here like, you've known everything I've already said. You knew what I was going to say before I said it. You probably had 1 Peter 2, 8, 9, 10, and 11 all memorized, and that's great. I mean, if that's you, you're doing that. Now, there might be some other of us in here that are trying really hard to follow Jesus, and, but we didn't realize that we had been chosen, like actually chosen by God to be different. We were just trying our best to, to make it, thinking, well, I'm just going to go along but not realizing God sees special things in you personally, that he built things in you. Now, there, there may be some other of us in here that aren't following Jesus at all. Like, I'm, you know, I just came to church. This is my first time. Well, we are so, so glad that you're here today. And it, it may be that you're hearing the statement that God has chosen you may be blowing your mind. Like, really? You know, he God wants me to be something. He definitely does. Now the letter was written to the 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 church and, and the Christian people of the day. What you need to know is God loves the Christian person and the person that's not following Jesus the same. He loves every person in this room just as much as every other person in this room. And he's chosen you for something. Different Now, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that that's you know, kind of refreshing. I'm hoping that's a refreshing thing that, that's hitting your, hitting your mind. You've been chosen to leave sin and its pain behind and live the life that God designed for you. Now, if you haven't started that yet, if you haven't decided to follow Jesus and you're like, I'm the, you know, I, well, here's I'd like to just encourage you to try something. And that is follow for a little while and check things out. See what this church stuff is all about. And then and then get involved in a few things. Like give it a, a legitimate try and say, God, I want, you know, if, God, if, if you're really real and if you really have chosen me, help me out and, and really grab hold of it and give it a shot. And if after a period of time, God doesn't work for you, we still love you. But I just got to say, my, my belief is that 100% of the time, God is going to work for you. So that you, you can do that, and you can, you can just begin to grab hold of things, follow for a little while, and then get involved. Try some stuff out, and you'll find out you're part of those, the people that have been chosen. Now, even though our folks that in the story or in the, that are in the time where Peter was writing this, they were treated unfairly, they were treated horribly, um, and people all around them were actually living to a low standard of brutality, and treating them just horrifically, Peter was encouraged them to, encouraging them to live life with a different standard. So he, he said, hey, you know, I want you guys to live a, a different life. You, you've been chosen to live a different life, and it's a, a life with a different standard. Here's 1 Peter 2, 12. We're just saying keep on going. Here's what he said. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. That's the people that weren't following Jesus. Then then even if they accuse you of doing wrong they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. And he said a different standard, a standard of uh, proper honorable behavior. Now you may or may not realize recognize but that may be, that that could possibly be something really different today. Living with just living honorable and being a person that is following Jesus and, and having, having that, that standard of proper honorable behavior. He tells them you should live to a higher standard than the people who are still chasing that old life you used to chase. Now, here's, here's the thing. Peter, again, was writing to these people who are undoubtedly tempted to throw all that away. And say, if I just um, stop being one of these Jesus follower people and I just blend in with everybody else, maybe I won't get thrown to the dogs. Maybe my family won't get, you know, lit up as a candle. I mean, I mean, if you let's just be honest, it's probably a tempting thing for some of them to say, "I, I don't know if I can take this," because it was really, really, really. Severe. They were tempted to abandon their standards to avoid ridicule, ridicule and torture. Boy, I can't talk. Ridicule and torture. Um, here's something else that happened. As while all this was going on, these Christian people were trying to live to a different standard, and people started calling, saying, "Well, you're just you're just judgmental. You're living to a different. They're living to a different standard. You're just you're just judgmental of everybody else." You, you, you think that you're better than everybody else. Well, let, let me make something really clear. Some Christians live up to those accusations. But that's not what Christianity is. And that's not what following Jesus is about. Uh, Jesus didn't model looking down on people, thinking that he was better and superior, and y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Having an arrogance about him. That's not what that that's not who he was. He wasn't rude and hateful and, and defensive, and that, that's not that's not what God is calling us to be. That's not what he's chosen you to be. What Jesus did was he loved the unlovable. And he was an accurate example of being different. Uh, th- these people that were living that day were really trying to follow Jesus, and they got accused of some crazy things. Uh, this may blow your mind, but they were accused of all kinds of wrongs, and their words and their actions got twisted. Uh, you know, there there was some spin put on some. They got accused. They got accused of being cannibals. And you're like, what? Yeah, they they really did. They because they followed Jesus, who said when he was taught, uh, instituting the Lord's Supper and communion, which some of you ha- have done, he told them this. He had the, the piece of bread, and, and he was teaching them a, a ceremony. Many of them knew, but he was making something new to them. And he said, take and eat. This, they had a piece of bread in his hand. Take and eat. This is my body. Uh, and, and he ate it. And it was just a, it was a ceremony they did. It wasn't really Jesus' body. It was a piece of bread. But, the people said, well, you are following a guy, and he said, take and eat, and this is your body, so you must be cannibals. I mean, it was ridiculous. Here's something else. Even back in that day, they would call, the people that were following Jesus would call each other brother and sister, like everybody. So everybody that was Christian, everybody that was following Jesus, they were all brothers and say, hey, brother, how, hey, sister, and how, you know. They, they said it, you know, they probably said it in Hebrew, but they, you know, it was still the same thing, right? And um, the people would say, well, you guys are all just incestuous, Y'all just all, everybody sleeps with everybody and family members too. And, is, you know, like, what? That was insane. But they were being ridiculed and accused of things they weren't, weren't doing. Now, maybe you, maybe you fe- faced some ridicule. Maybe you faced some unfair treatment because you've had some honorable standards. Maybe you have told people before, you know, no, I'm not really, I'm not going to do that. And if you did it with the right attitude, that's exactly what you should have done. But maybe you you know, you said, hey, eh, I'm going I'm to have to say no to that, that party. I'm going to have to say no to to participating in that just because it, it takes me somewhere I don't want to go. It's, 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 I have a different standard that I'm trying to live my life by. Maybe you've said, you know what, No, uh, you said no to the lies. You've said no to cheating and stealing. You've said no to... Um, you said no to, to sex out of marri- outside of marriage, and you're like, mm, you know, I'm just not gonna go that direction. And so then you've taken some ridicule and abuse for it. If that's you, I wanna, I wanna tell you something, keep it up. Keep it up with the right attitude about loving people and just having a standard of being the different that we've described. You need to know this, when all the dust clears, you're going to be known as honorable before God. We tell our kids, we tell our boys, listen, I expect you to be honorable. Um, you, you need to be honorable in everything you do. And they already know it's coming sometimes when they say, hey, dad, can I? Okay, but you can do that, but you need to make sure that you, you want to be honorable. Not, not, not condescending to people, but honorable and different. You've been chosen to a different standard. Now, so, so Peter's talking to these people, and he says you've been chosen for a different life, a different standard, and we should have a different goal. Keep reading a little bit further in that same letter, 1 Peter 2.21. For God has called you to do good, I know we don't like this next part, even if it means suffering. Just as Christ suffered for you, he is your example, and you must follow in his steps. Here's a different goal. We're gonna define it as doing good, that, that doing good is the priority. We have a different, should live a different life. If you're following Jesus, your life should be different than, than people that aren't. Uh, you should have a different standard. How many of you here expect the cops to live to a higher standard than the rest of the, the community? I mean, it's okay to admit it. Y'all, y'all know I ride with them all the time, right? And I know your names, I know their names. You need to pull them up now. Um, but they should. They should hold themselves to a high standard, and they should live to a high standard. Well, as following Jesus, we should be living to a higher standard. We, and then we should have a different goal. And I wanna, here's what good means. It means being led by God and following Jesus' as footsteps, following Jesus as an example. So uh, a different life, a different standard with a different goal of doing good and making good the priority, so how should we be? How should we, how can we make this work? How should we be different? I told you those things, but how, here's how we do it. How do you live a different life? You follow God and you leave sin and its pain behind. Life is gonna you're gonna have pain in life because of, because it's life, but you can leave sin and all its all its stuff that it brings into your life. Leave it behind. This is how you. Live a different life. You start to follow. Jesus, how do you have a different standard? You live properly and honorably, even when everybody else isn't, even when nobody's looking. This is how you live life to a different standard. You don't let people drag you down to a dishonorable level in life. Don't let other people do it. Uh, they want to take you down to an unstable, uh, a weak level Um People that, that aren't living honorably don't want you to live honorably either, for the most part, because it makes them feel bad, and in their minds it makes them look bad, and so they want to pull you down to live to a lower standard. How many of you in here have ever been uh, tempted to live to a lower standard? Don't oh, you raise your hand. I mean, but we have. I know. I know the answer is yes. We don't wanna be drugged down to a lower standard. Not that you're better than other people. Not that you are arrogant. It's not that. It's that I'm gonna live and follow Jesus and I would love for you to come with me. I would love for you to do it too. And then you shoot for a different goal. Make doing good a priority. Uh, Here's what normal is. Normal is doing good to people that have done good to you. Right, that's easy. People are good to me. It's easy to be good to them. Different is to do good to and for everyone, even to people that have done bad to you. This is having a, a different a different goal I'm about about I need to I need to do good. We use Jesus as the example. Discover who he is, how he lived. And here's a few examples. One you got down already because you're here. You, you attend church. And start to be around people that are trying to live different like for a, at a higher standard, trying to become who God really made them to be, realizing that God has chosen them for something different. I would encourage you to join a, a group. We're going to have Ignite groups starting up come <clears throat> excuse me, come January again. We have, there's some that are ending, but we're going to have some beginning in January, and we encourage you to be a part of one. Make friends. Get, get around other people that are chosen to be Different. And invite your friend, invite your friends that aren't different, invite them to come too because you know God has plenty of room. We encourage you to get involved. You know that we we talked about the I talked about the crew at the very beginning. We believe that the people at Ignite Church that are in the crew that are actually folks that are doing stuff, the superstars that we call them the superstars of the church. We think that they are the people that are the most happy and the most fulfilled in church. Most fulfilled probably in their, you know, in their life because they are a part of following Jesus and they're active in putting the skill set and the things that God gave them, they're putting it to use. We would encourage you to get involved and be a part of something. And you're like, well, I don't, I don't know what to be a part of. You can look right now, you can look on the back of those Connect cards, and you can see a list of some things there. You can write something in and and tell us about it. And if if we got a place for it, we'll make it, we'll fit you in it. We want people to be engaged in stuff. So we live a different life, have a different standard, and shoot for a different goal. God has chosen you to be different. So when you head to work tomorrow, I would really, I would love for you to, to consider, you know what, I've, I've been chosen to be different. Not, not a bad different, not a think I'm better than everybody different, but I've been chosen to be different. I, I, I could be living a different life and, and I, I wanna be living with a different standard and I have a different, maybe tomorrow I have a different goal than you've ever had before. Go into whatever you're doing tomorrow, I'm going to take Jesus' as example and I'm going to do good. I'm not saying y'all do a bunch of bad stuff, but I mean, like, purposefully do good, where maybe you hadn't purposefully done good before. If we'll accept being chosen by God and we're consistent with those three things, uh, life will change for you. The way you see things will change. Maybe some holes in your heart will start to, to fill up. And if you've thought I've been nothing, have been lost, you'll start to find your way. And you'll start to grab hold of things you've never been able to grab hold of before. You'll get to live different. And um, that is an amazing way to live. You have been chosen to be different. Y'all stand up with me. I wanna pray for you. Lord, I lift up every single person in here today. I pray that you lead us and that you guide us this week. We thank you that that you've chosen us to, God, that you've chosen us to live a different life and have a higher standard. God, that we have different priorities, different goals. And I pray that this week you remind us what those are, that you lead us to them, I pray that you bless every person that has come here this morning, that you send us out of here hearing the words you've said to our hearts. God, we thank you for every person that decided to come and spend the morning with us here at Ignite. And we just pray, pray that you wrap your arms around them and their families today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.